Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Pat Benatar, Deep Purple, and James Taylor have announced summer tours. Someone passed the Cialis and the Liquid Death. Hey kids, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel, ready for some football cheeseman. And this is Chad. Are they really calling it Bard? So wash. On this week's show, Indeed's Monopoly, Workday wants to be your sugar daddy, and a little buy or sell. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating? manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that's something. Swiftly matching people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, We did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, Okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, brother. So uh, how many six packs of Lone Star did you actually go through this week? <laughs> So there's really only one evening where drinking made sense and no one else drank. So I, I found it hard to do a whole six pack. So I bought one of those uh, <laughs> one of those big, you know, super size Coronas. I don't know if you can find them in Indiana, but in Texas, in Texas, they're everywhere. Yes, go figure. Yeah. 
a lime and a big Corona was all I needed <laughs> for my little trip <laughs> to Texas. Sorry, I couldn't couldn't be there for the European show this week, but I I hear it's awesome. You should check it out. Levin and I held held a court, and it was all good. It was all good. Levin, fun stuff. Levin fun is stuff. blossoming on that show. It's a lot of fun to watch. He misses you though. Aww. You should see. You should have seen the tears in his eyes Aww. when I, when I told him that uh, you weren't going to be able to make well, speaking it. Speaking of Texas, <laughs> I should see him in Texas uh, for TA ah. Tech in a few months. So. Nice. We'll have to get some good barbecue and 6th Street time with Levin. Austin. Austin. Good times in Austin. So let's hit some shout-outs. Yeah, let's get to some shout-outs. So uh, you mentioned Google a little bit. You kind of tease it there. Yeah. So so Bard, not as in Simpson, but as in just B-A-R-D, uh, <laughs> it's Google's answer to ChatGPT. I didn't think anyone could do a worse job of branding than ChatGPT, but Google said, hold my beer and name theirs Bard. Anyway, things are off to a bad start, Chad. After making an error in a recent public demo, the stock took a hit to the tune of 7% and $100 billion in market value destruction. Ouch. <laughs> Holy innovator's Jesus. dilemma. Come on, Google. So, I, I mean, I don't think Bard's a bad name. I mean, it's, it's, it's short. It's easy to remember. And anybody who understands what a bard is just kind of makes sense you, you think of uh, a poet or a singer a bard uh-huh. per se so uh yeah i don't i think it's better than chat gpt yeah here's my fear they fucked it up on the demo so they're going to come out with a new version it's going to be bard plus <laughs> that'll be the official brand Here, here's the thing is that fucking up a demo or or the the product not being a hundred percent ready right it's not fully baked yep uh, in this situation, doesn't mean anything. I mean, you take a look at OpenAI. They put out ChatGPT, and it starts putting out some really cool shit. But a lot of it was bullshit and not real information. It was actually learning off of disinformation. So it's one of those things where we we're starting to evolve. I think uh-huh. in seeing that uh, we understand that as we've talked about on the show, AI is a puppy. You gotta, you gotta train that puppy, right? Well, this puppy is, is bigger and it's been trained well. Uh Imagine what chat GPT four or five looks like. It's going to be amazing. So this is evolving. You can't mess up the demo, man. You can't mess up the demo. You know, the questions, not that big of a deal. It's all staged and they fucked it up, man. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. (laughs) My first shout out goes to. Hubert Warza, who apparently is our new Polish hype man. Yes. Uh, Huber is a listener, loves the podcast so much that he had to sing it from the highest peak, a.k.a. his LinkedIn account. Uh, we uh, we do appreciate the public dis- uh, demonstration of affection for the Chad and Cheese podcast, where PDA is always welcome, kids. Shout out to Huber. Holy pierogi. That got me all warm and fuzzy <laughs> when we got a little love from uh, the Polish Love sect of our, of our listeners. Uh, shout out to uh, our friend Chris Russell, a super fan of the show. You know, his name mm. used to be CM Russell, and he changed it to Chris. I don't know if CM was hard for people to pronounce or not, but <laughs> formerly, formerly CM Chris Russell uh, recently on his, on his uh, job board secret site published the top five job boards according to traffic. I bet you can guess who number one was, Chad, our friends at Indeed. At two hundred and fifty million, Monster uh, didn't didn't win no, that Mon- one. <laughs> Monster did not make the cut. I don't want to ruin the top five for anybody, but this is this is all based on similar web data. Indeed comes in at two two hundred fifty million uh, monthlies. LinkedIn, which is it a job board or not? Obviously, yeah. a lot of non job board traffic. 
they're about a billion and a half per month. Uh, Glassdoor, <laughs> uh, the sister company to Indeed, is 40 million people. So mm. combined, let's call it 300 million visitors per month between those two. ZipRecruiter comes in at number four at 34 million actives per month. And JobCase, maybe a little bit of a Surprise for some people, but not if they listen to this show. Came in at 24 million, and that is the top five, which was not the top five 20 years ago. So you got to pay attention, kids. These these lists do change. Who? And you wonder how much of that traffic is like bought traffic that is all arbitrage. Are you saying B O T or B O U G H T or both? <laughs> arbitrage okay. is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> yes. We'll talk a little bit more about Indeed later. Yes, uh, my are. next shout out is to Wrexham, who made it further in the FA Cup than Chelsea, Aston Villa, and Everton, all Premier League teams. They beat Coventry, who plays three leagues above them, and it took Sheffield United, the number two team in the Championship League, Two matches to finally put put away Wrexham. So Sheffield United will be playing in the Premier League next year, and it took them two matches. So it, it was amazing watching this little bitty team out of Wrexham, Wales, actually come out of nowhere and get this far in the FA Cup. It, it was it was pretty amazing to watch. I, I, I enjoyed watching every match. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. Yeah, I didn't understand most of that, but I will admit to watching <laughs> a Wrexham match because the, the, first Philly, the Philly football game had one of the owners from Wrexham at the, yeah. at the uh, tailgating with an yes. actual, like, booth an uh-huh. eight eight fields eightfold style booth from HR Tech <laughs> with like gear and big screen TV. So I was like, "Oh, it's on right now. I'm going to go check it out while while I'm waiting for football to start." And it was entertaining. They took a lead and then they they got tied and then I you know Ryan yeah. Reynolds is there. Like it's kind of a fun fun thing. I, I I'm glad that you enjoyed it, but uh, I Pretty didn't understand much of anything that you said in that in that <laughs> shout out. However, a lot of our people hopefully will understand this. Our friends at Shaker Recruitment Marketing at Shaker.com make one hell of a sexy career site. (laughs) Chad, you've, like me, you've probably ordered lots of food uh, on DoorDash Uh, late at night. But if you haven't checked out (laughs) DoorDash's career site recently, you should. Shaker crushed it. This is from their Instagram account, there being Shaker, quote, we wanted candidates to feel the culture through the site experience. This Webflow built and hosted site is not only dynamic and efficient, but this new design also provides a significant reduction of annual back-end tool cost. End quote. They also increased the overall site performance by 70%. Shout out to our friends at Shaker who know how to build a pretty good website. And DoorDash is a good example of how to do it. A couple of quick shout-outs for me. Bill Fanning, friend of the show. He is the new CEO of a newly hatched startup called Greeter. That's mm. G-R-E-E-T-R. Like Flickr. Exactly. But Greeter. And then congratulations to Omar Khatib, CEO of JobPixel, and his lovely wife for bringing in Gianni into the world. That's right. She did a lot of work because that kid was over nine pounds. There you go. There you go. <laughs> My first was 10.6 pounds or six, 10, 10, six, and Stella Oof. was nine, six. Wow. 
Jeremy was a Jesus. month early. He was like seven something. So he, was, he was small. But he was a month that's early. A land, that's the land of C-section right there. Well, you've seen Cole recently, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you haven't. He's he's eating Fisher's Indiana uh, as, <laughs> as we speak. Um, and speaking of eating, let's yes. talk about drinking. Because Lots. if people have signed up for our free shit, if they've gone to mm-hmm. chadcheese.com, click the free link, they could win free beer from our friends at Aspen Tech Labs, whiskey yes. from our homies at Tex Colonel, or if it's their birthday this month, they could win rum from Plum, and they can do it while wearing a fashionable Chad and Cheese t-shirt sponsored by our friends at JobGet. But you have to play if you want to win. Go to chadcheese.com and click the free link. So Sarah Berlin won beer courtesy of Aspen Tech Labs this yes, week and that yes, was yes. that was pretty awesome. I was making fun of the the, the boys over at Factory Fix cuz they didn't win. But uh, speaking <laughs> of Aspen Aspen Tech Labs, you don't know how many startups I've talked to who have full teams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about startups. They're spending a lot of resources on spidering jobs. And I, I tell every single one of them, it's a waste of your fucking time. It is hard. There's a lot of maintenance. Call Aspen Tech Labs and have them do that hard, heavy lifting for you. So if I got to put any type of shout out out there, it's for Aspen Tech Labs and doing some of the hardest work in the industry for some of the biggest vendors in the industry. Mm-hmm. And speaking of factory fix, uh, Mike wow. Schaefer, I think, celebrated a birthday recently. There we go. He was highlighted on the show, which brings us to birthdays. Yes. Happy birthday. The week is the second week of February. All right. Again, friends this is sponsored by our friends at plum celebrating a birthday we've got andrew mall jennifer kangas jck jonathan zoom <laughs> saeed ahmed charles bretz jen kurtz jim carriger brian ravina coley nichols that sounds like a, a spell check change sorry <laughs> sorry coley if that's not your name matt raritan nicole mckeon jackie Schierenberger. Brett Minchington, and my favorite Indeed employee, Scott Stum, all celebrating. Happy birthday! A birthday this week. Happy birthday, kids. That's right. Chadcheese.com slash free. Get in there. Put your birthday in there. You never know. You might. You never know what you might win, and you can win right now if you go to Plum.io and you take their assessment. It's kind of, it's kind of gamified, kind of fun, kind of cool. Check it out. Chad, it feels like we're getting close to travel time. What's going on with our travel schedule? We are. And I'm pretty fucking excited because Unleash America is coming up in April. Mm, And they are switching forums. Talked about this before. They're usually at the MGM. They're going to be at Caesars Forum, a much larger area, which is amazing. Then you and I are heading off to iSims at the iSims Aspire, Inspire. Uh, in May at Coronado Bay. That that shouldn't suck. Uh, and then last but not least, it's time to go back to Europe. Yes! In July, Wreckfest. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. In London. We, we've got a long list of events that we're going to be at this year already at chadcheese.com. Go to the upper right-hand corner, click on events, register. Go to Unleash America in Vegas. Go to iSims if you're invited. I think that's a velvet rope kind of thing. And last but not least, Wreckfest. You got to go to Wreckfest. That's a fucking party, too. So we'll see you there. Topics! All right. As is the tradition recently, we've got... Playoffs. Layoffs. Mm -hmm. That's right. A little bit of a layoff update. Okay. Gusto, 
in our industry at a 5% haircut, roughly 126 employees. Santa Benefits, 19% cut. Omnipresent, eightfold, one of the big ones uh, recently, mm-hmm. rumored at 20%. Chad, you had a little exchange with Alexander Cohen, one of their comms guys. Uh, how'd that go? So I reached out to AFOLD CEO uh, Ashu for a comment and received the following response from Alexander Cohen, director of corporate marketing over at, uh, at AFOLD. Quote, AFOLD AI does not comment on HR-related matters. Let that sit for a second. AFOLD mm-hmm. continues to focus on capitalizing on its enormous market opportunity as part of this process, Eightfold maintains an unwavering commitment to ongoing customer success, end quote. So your thoughts on that. What, what do you think after hearing messaging going public, knowing that Eightfold did not go public with any messaging whatsoever? This is the second time they've, they've not, mm-hmm. right? What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, I'm upset that you didn't ask him if they were going to have another 16,000 by 16,000 booth at HR Tech uh, this year. But my bad. Secondly, my bad. Uh, and you underscored this, definite lack of transparency in an industry where we're trying to encourage uh, and highlight transparency. Crazy. I mean, well, first and foremost, they say, uh, you know, we, we don't discuss or we don't comment on HR matters. You're a fucking HR company. You're a vendor, right? You should you should actually hold yourself above bar and you need to be transparent. So saying Eightfold does not comment on HR related matters is total bullshit. A hundred percent. Then from a business standpoint, let's jump the fence and go to the business side of the house. Your investors deserve you to stop hiding your fucking tail, being in the fetal position in the corner and not making public comments. You have way too much fucking cash and funding from investors to, to not say something. Not to mention what was the severance, all those things. How did you take care of those people? If I was a company and I was looking for systems in RFP process, I would not include Eightfold because I do not want a company that treats their people like shit. I don't know, they could because they weren't transparent. I don't want them to be a part of my tech stack. They need a spreadsheet, Chad. They need a spreadsheet of everyone (laughs) who's been laid off with contact information and a LinkedIn post by their CEO. was that Oyster? Who was that? I can't remember. That was that was fucking funny. Uh, it doesn't like, really matter. Uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be a trend anyway. We need a spreadsheet, people. Spreadsheet oh my with God. people on it. Uh, the layoffs keep coming. I just got a message as well. I, I, I got a message as well from an insider that Jobcase also had 50 that uh, were, were hit, hit a riff as well. Okay. Not a huge number. I'm going to guess 5 to 10%-ish of their folks. Good I guess question. We can look into that. <laughs> Good question. Not fifty percent, fifty people. No. Right. Okay. Yes. Make sure I make sure I get that. All right. Well, yeah, the, the layoffs keep coming. But let's get to some real news, Chad, and talk some work day. Yes. Well, after a round of layoffs last week, talking about layoffs. Playoffs. Workday has announced a two hundred and fifty million dollar expansion of its Workday Ventures Fund. They'll focus on emerging technologies like AI and ML. Workday Ventures has already invested in 43 tech companies in our space, including Guild, who we actually just interviewed and published, so you should check that out, kids, if you haven't already. Beamery, Jobcase, and Paradox, some show faves. 
Chad, your take on the news out of Workday. This is a great spin from last week to this. So to try to obviously stamp out the whole layoffs conversation and 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 pivot into, hey, look, we've got money. We're going to spend it. I think it's I think it's smart. Uh, the three areas that they talk about are AI and ML. Uh, and within that bullet point, they mentioned Paradox by name. So hello acquisition of Paradox. <laughs> we've talked about this before, right? We, we talked about they have 43 companies in their portfolio. We've talked about like the Beamries of the world who've taken 223 million in funding. Um, you know, are they a prime target? I don't think they are, to be quite frank. Mm-hmm. I think they need something like a Paradox. To me, for them to literally highlight them in the AI and ML side, mm-hmm. I think uh, that's fairly telling. Uh, the Intelligent automation piece is around accounts payable, which I, I think accounts payable for the most part can be almost completely automated. And then, you know, ser- serving targeted markets. I mean, they, they want to grow the portfolio, but I also see the opportunity for some, you know, obvious acquisitions to happen. In addition to the layoffs, they have a new co-CEO and co-CEOs always do so well. So this might've been a little bit of a distraction for that. But why <laughs> why more companies don't do this is a mystery to me. I mean, I know you have the occasional Indeed investment and, yeah. and things here or there, but, but Workday takes this shit really seriously. Um, and we talk a lot of shit about them. Uh, by the way, be sure to watch the Super Bowl this Sunday, kids. Workday has a new ad campaign, which is exciting. And we'll be sure to talk about on next week's recruitment marketing show. A little teaser there for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but they get this part right. Uh, their business, aside from the monetary benefit, um, it helps Workday get closer to the trends that will help its own business uh, benefit. Uh, it gets them closer to acquisitions like you mentioned. And that isn't just the companies they put money into. It's also the companies they say no to. For every company uh, that they say yes to, there are probably 100 that get a no. However, Workday is able to keep its finger on the pulse of the industry and fill in a product map for trends that they like from the companies that pitch them their businesses. Somewhere in that $250 million investment is probably a billion dollars in direct and indirect ROI. I, for one... Applaud Workday for their ventures project. Yeah. On the recruiting side, you can't have a a worse, more rigid piece of shit platform to work with, which is one of the reasons why I think Paradox moving into that space Uh might might be pretty sexy to them. And we love sexy, Chad. Which brings us to the unsexy. Let's talk about Indeed. What's up? Indeed shady practices, kids. That wasn't something I said. It was something that actually a CEO said. So on LinkedIn this week, Erin Craven, CEO of an SMB organization, detailed how her $100 per week budget on Indeed suddenly turned into $1,680 as Indeed shifted her from CPC to pay per applicant. She said in the post, in our example, we had 112 applicants and they charged us $15 per applicant. This change is so shady in my opinion and will continue to hurt small business owners. Time to rethink where we post, end quote. Then a few job board vendors who make loads of cash off of selling Indeed traffic and could benefit greatly from this change, they started immediately carrying water for Indeed by saying Aaron and other employers 
were informed, and it was all their fault. Meanwhile, Mitch Gerson over at the Gerson Agency posted the following, quote, in January around the 5th, they indeed did send out this helpful little 200 plus page, feel the sarcasm there, of terms of service via email in case you missed it. Buried in there are these changes to PPA from PPC that occurred. They announced it on October of 22 and laid low until this week as they rolled them out. This appears to be a very uneven rollout, only affecting the smallest companies at first from our observations, but we don't know for sure how why, when all employers will be updated, end quote. So that's how Indeed's new rollout's going. What do you think? Wow, Indeed price gouging? Color me surprised. By the way, Aaron is Canadian, and they were able to piss off a Canadian. So <laughs> congratulations, Indeed. You're even ticking off the Canadians, which are pretty, Not easy. pretty tough to, to piss off. Let's go back to my shout-outs for a second, shall we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one and number two traffic sites in the world, Indeed and Glassdoor. 300 or so million users, uh, they'll probably never get pinched for being a monopoly, but they sure are acting like it. Uh, sadly, mm-hmm. customers are letting them get away with it. In a traditional monopoly, the company has no check on its power to raise prices or lower the quality of its product or service. Here's the rub, though. Indeed and Glassdoor have competition, but employers are apparently too lazy, short-sighted, or incompetent to put their money somewhere else. I say quit being a victim of the Indeed cartel and find other places to spend your recruiting budgets. Vote with your wallets. Go somewhere else. Let Indeed know that what they're doing is bullshit. And maybe they'll change. And if they don't, they'll go out of business someday. Or, or they'll fall down the, the mountain like Monster sure. did. They're still newspaper ads, Chad. Exactly, exactly. So this story's not done, okay? So the, the, now we're going to jump into the land of forced registration. Next is the pure his, hypocrisy of Indeed's new forced registration process to anyone who wants to apply. So back in 2017, we're going to go back in time, okay? Back in 2017, <laughs> Indeed shut down company hiring platforms that were using talent network forms to collect basic data before the candidate was sent to the applicant tracking system to apply. Hiring companies created that process because such high ejection rates in the application process. So the hiring companies wanted some form of information to try and coax the candidate back to finishing the application. Indeed said that it was causing market confusion and damaging the Indeed brand. So they actually cut off the talent network forms. We're talking about back then companies like Smashfly. They literally ripped Smashfly out of the process, even though that was the process that the, the, the company wanted. So during that time frame, high-level talent acquisition leaders took months to negotiate Indeed off that ledge. One actually said to me, I quote, it was like we were negotiating with terrorists, end quote. So why does this matter? It provides historical context for what Indeed is doing now. Indeed is now forcing candidates to create an Indeed profile before applying for that job on the corporate career site. Yes, they've created their very own talent network forms of of sorts. (laughs) 
it's the it's the evil empire kids they'll do what they want they'll call it job seek it's for it's for the good of the job seeker at every single turn but they're doing exactly exactly what they said was bad for the job seeker just a few years ago. Yeah, it's sad. A little history lesson for the kids. In the mid-2000s when Indeed came out, uh, the the job board landscape was riddled with NASCAR ads. Uh, I mean, not <laughs> not actual NASCAR ads, but yeah. sites that look like cars in NASCAR with ads everywhere. Give us your social security number. Uh, making you put in your email address and your contact. You have to upload a resume. And Indeed comes along, and it's a breath of fresh air. You don't have to register. You mm-hmm. don't. Ha- it's every job that they can get a hold of. It's not just yeah. job board. Like it's. It was a breath of fresh air. It was Google for jobs. While the ladders and the and the career builders and the monsters of the world were getting their ass kicked by Indeed, Indeed is now falling back into the trap of acting like a bully, a terrorist, a monopolist, and they should take heed and and call their founders and sort of get a refresher on what made Indeed great in the beginning and it was not this bullshit about pushing people around and acting like you're the only game in town ultimately the chickens do come home to roost karma's a bitch and this shit will probably come back to kick you in the ass call me nostradamus but this is not good for indeed long term i don't think they're going to pivot and change the best that the market can do again is take their money elsewhere but I doubt that's going to happen. The very high level talent acquisition leaders that I talked to mm-hmm. actually said back then they they knew that they needed to start looking for alternatives. So having that in their brain back then, they've been looking and they've been formulating. So, you know, whether they can put it in place or not, we'll see. But companies, again, historically have to understand the behavior of the vendors that they're working with. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Daily pay. More news, Chad, before we get to buy or sell, which I know you're excited about, but just just yes. hold on a second. Daily pay, a financial technology company, has raised $260 million Wello. to fund more growth, product innovation, and international expansion. This brings total funding to $1.1 billion. That's right, you guys. The funding is divided between a revolving credit facility provided by Barclays, and Angelo Gordon and a term loan from SVP Capital and Newberger Berman. That's complicating. All right, Kevin Coop, CEO <laughs> of Daily Pay, says he expects the funding to propel the company's position as the market leader 
in on-demand pay. Chad, your thoughts on the new funding at Daily Pay. Yeah, that's funding. That's not the valuation. The funding is $1.1 billion. Oh, it's still unicorn worthy, though. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, well, of course it is. That means that what's the what's the damn valuation? But let's be clear. Payment tech in the U.S. is lagging. And that's being nice. People in China are paying with their faces. It's creepy, but it's very advanced mm-hmm. technologically. In little old Portugal, we're paying with a QR code from our banking app. While here in the U.S., we're finally saying tap to pay as a standard. So, but we're, we're not quite there yet. So the opportunity here is huge. And then visioning the standardization of a global on-demand payroll system is obviously an enormous opportunity. So in an, in an underdeveloped market like the U.S., this type of tech could help us finally get up to speed, actually pass and leapfrog to where we need to be. Yeah, you know, uh, this company is so in demand and so successful right now that Chime, that you've probably heard of, a new fin, yep. fintech, spent much of 2022 trying to buy daily pay, <laughs> but much, but both both of its offers, they had two, uh, including a $2 billion bid, were rejected. That's according to people with direct knowledge of the deal and talks uh, via story by the information Chime offered. $1.6 billion in May of 22, comprised of $300 million in cash and $1.2 billion in stock and $100 million in restricted stock units. It sweetened the deal a month later to $2 billion with $700 million in cash and $1.2 billion in stock and $100 million in RSUs. You know my son Cole is working. He's working now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his money goes into a bank account that I manage. And pretty much regularly, he asks me if he gets paid. Has money gone to my account? I keep telling him it's every two weeks, every Friday. Does he have an app so he can see it? No. He's 16. <laughs> He'll get access eventually. We'll see if he can drive his, get his license and drive the car okay. But anyway, I okay. digress. Cole doesn't have any bills, right? He's buying yeah. like uh, camo, camo pants from Finland. That's the kind of purchases that he has to make with his money. So... If he doesn't have bills and is asking every day, imagine people who do have bills and need cash on a daily basis. Frankly, how soon before employers that don't pay daily get behind the eight ball and just get crushed by all the companies and employers that do? I think this is going to be a a must-have, a low bar for every employer that's in the service industry to have. And if you don't have it, you're going to lose a lot of people and, and prospects. So for me, like it's a trend that's going to happen almost 100% for those kinds of uh, companies. And daily pay is in the catbird seat to take a lot of market share. And companies like Chime are willing to write some checks. I see an IPO in the future. Uh, maybe that'll be in oh, my yeah. 24 predictions. But uh, the, <laughs> the future is so bright, they got to wear shades at daily pay. You ready for a little... Oh, I don't know. Buy or sell? Yes. All right, here we go, kids. You know how the game is played. We talk about three startups that have recently gotten funding. We read a summary, and then Chad or I buy or sell the business. You ready to play, Chad? Yes. Here we go. All right, first up is Moonhub. San Francisco-based Moonhub, an AI-powered recruiting platform, has raised $4.4 million in seed funding. The platform aims to revolutionize the way that recruiters search for candidates by looking beyond keywords and looks at billions of data points from the public web to analyze a candidate's profile and identify their potential fit for a role. The company hopes to use the funding 
to grow and expand. Founded in 2021, the company employs 17 people. Chad, buy or sell Moonhub. So they go really heavy on the keyword search era kind of thing, which I, I, I totally, I totally agree, right? You know, we've, we, we, we're moving away from Boolean and keyword search and focusing on contextualizing resumes and, and, and backgrounds and those types of things makes a lot of sense, but this is too far. This has gone way too far, way too fucking fast. Then they want to, they want to slap a chat GPT on this here sometime soon. And, and what this is, this is my uh, prediction, which is fairly easy. Chat GPT will be the new AI. And, and what I mean by that is from the standpoint that every company known to humankind will start slapping chat GPT on marketing and sales pitches. This has gone way too far, way too fast. Uh, so this is a, especially when we're talking about auditing and compliance, and this is a uh, hell no sell, sell, sell for me. Okay, Chad, tell me if you've heard this one before. Stanford grad who's done some time at Oxford <laughs> and worked at Facebook mm-hmm. thinks they can revolutionize recruiting even though they're barely out of diapers. I think we've seen this movie too many times. For this to be a buy, founder Nancy Zhu or Zhu will be bored in a year and onto something <laughs> cooler. And also, Moonhub, the name blows. Uh, it's a major sell for me as well. Let's see if Disclo, D I S C L O, can do better. Disclo, an Atlanta based startup, has raised $6.5 million in known funding so far, with the most recent being a $5 million seed round. They develop software to assist employees in asking for disability accommodations at work and help employers to manage said requests. The software anonymizes the employee's disability, telling the employer, that the individual has filed a notice and what the accommodation request is. The startup hopes its existence will raise awareness about disability and accommodation rights. Founded in 2019, they employ 12 people. Chad, are you a Disclo duck or is this a death by Disclo situation? Such a great song. So I'm close to this one, not Disclo the company, but the actual problem is Julie, uh, my wife, as you all know listening is the executive director for disability solutions and she's worked for over a decade to build talent pipelines which include training accommodations retention and more for the disability community plus working uh, my work in creating the national labor exchange with local state and federal government plus community-based organizations who represent a cross-section of workers who are also disabled needless to say disclo has identified a portion of the real problem that companies need to address on a regular basis. So knowing this is a problem and having a tool to be able to to jump in there, somewhat of an easy button, which is exactly what companies want for something they don't understand, is a buy for me. So I'm I'm glad I waited on this because sometimes I think you're going to love something and then you flip it on me and like, this is some bullshit because of A, B, and C. And this is yeah. something you're way closer to than I am. So I was kind of waiting to see what I was going to do before I got your son. I'm glad I was I was leaning yes, but I'm glad that you, you confirmed that. So I will also add to Chad's comments that if you go to their website, a big red line with a headline at the top reads the following. North Memorial Health to pay 180000 to resolve EOC disability <laughs> discrimination lawsuit. 
Most yes. sites have a streaming headline at the top that's like, hey, we just got money, or hey, mm-hmm. we just got something. This is like people are going to get their ball sack crushed if they don't abide <laughs> by this, this shit. So, so like, what are three things HR never wants to hear? Lawsuit, EEOC, and fines. Our industry has a history of giving blank checks to companies that promise to never go to court by hearing words like, EEOC lawsuit and fines. So for that reason alone, Disclo should be staying alive for a long, long time. It's a it's a buy and an awesome set of dad jokes from me. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Listo, provider of HR services for globally distributed workforces forces has raised one point seven million dollars in pre-seed funding from angel investors. The company's platform automates HR functions for clients with global teams providing outsourced worker payments and transparent single-line monthly invoices. Listo also offers global recruiting services and assistance with immigration processes. The company aims to, quote, lift people everywhere, end quote, by providing meaningful employment and competing against established players like Remote.com and Turing. Chad, is it about damn time for a company like this, or does the truth hurt? Those are Lizzo jokes, by the way, because I'm hip like that. Chad, buy or sell Listo. So Listo means ready in Spanish. Uh, it sounds like a stripped down version of uh, what you were talking about. Well, f- more of the well-funded EOR companies that are out there today. Remote.com, Atlas, Deal, Oyster, Papaya, Velocity Global. There's a ton of them. But this is a uh, very broad TAM unicorn segment, which is why we're seeing companies jump into it. If there was a segment to get into that will score and deserve high valuations, it's this one. And knowing most of the others have taken large sums of funding, this makes Listo a cheaper option as an acquisition target right out of the gate. But they need to make a lot of noise and punch above their weight. Uh, I think they can. And I think this, I, I, I love this segment. So this is a buy for me. It's Corona time. That's a buy hey, for Mr. Sowash. Right and we officially disagree on at least one buy or sell company. This one's easy for me. Too little, too late. They're bringing a knife to a gunfight. Remote deal, Oyster Touring, and uh, and Bella and Della and others are going to crush them like me with an empty beer can. The rumors are true. This company has no juice. It's a sell. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. Talk about Maryland. Maryland. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. 
Let's talk about Maryland. I think for the first time on this podcast, we never do that. Some famous sons and daughters of Maryland, by the way, Chad, Michael Phelps, Harriet Tubman, Babe Ruth, Frederick Douglass, and David Hasselhoff. That's right. I need an excuse <laughs> to say David Hasselhoff on the show. Who's big in Germany, by the way. Anyway, a new bill called the Four-Day Workweek Act of 2023 has been proposed in Maryland, incentivizing public and private employers to transition to a four-day workweek for at least 30 employees without reducing pay or benefits. Employers would receive a state income tax credit of up to $750,000 per fiscal year for two years if they participate. Yowza! Chad, did you and Marilyn just become best friends? <laughs> I, this is more corporate welfare, for God's sakes. It's like, you should be doing this anyway. You're giving your employees reasons to love you and stay, but yet the government has to subsidize that. So welcome corporate uh, welfare all around. The International Labor Organization published a study that demonstrated, quote, Americans take fewer vacations and work longer hours than most Europeans, and health problems related to workplace stress kill thousands of us every year, end quote. So in the in the U.S., we have been pretty much born and bred to live to work, where in Europe, it's more of work to live. So we're trying to we're trying to change our culture after the pandemic, which which I appreciate. And then the HR Dive article, which, you know, we're talking about here, also states preventing a decline when we talk about productivity. Or were they going to lose productivity because we're going from four days to five days? So preventing the the decline, the key is to prioritize tasks that deliver outcomes that really matter to company success and dump time wasters like unnecessary meetings. So if you listen to that statement, why the fuck weren't we doing this before? I mean, this is all this is doing is helping us cut the fat. We had a ton of, let's say, bloat time during the the regular 40-hour work week, period. Sat around the water cooler, BSed with friends, took long lunches, had bullshit meetings, that kind of stuff. Now what we're trying to do is say, look, when you're at the job, do the job. But guess what? We're going to give you more you time. And I think that's a great benefit. I don't know why the government has to pay for this to happen because it seems like a smart evolution of, of work. But here we are. That escalated quickly. So yeah, the marketplace should determine whether there's a four-day work week or not, which brings us back to my old adage of the answer to all of your questions, my friend, is money. I don't know why the <laughs> government would do this. Is it one day less off, or one day more off that they're going to be spending money and we can tax your sales? Is it because, like, I just don't know why the government is doing this. And, and frankly, I'm too sleep deprived right now to figure it out. So instead, Chad, I'm going to throw some other fun Maryland facts your way. Are you ready? Okay. The first successful manned balloon flight in the U.S. was via Baltimore. The Ouija board got its start in Maryland, and the Maryland blue crab is the official state crustacean. We We out. out. (laughs) Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chat and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, 
or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuggleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.